0: Good evening and welcome to Horror. I'm Lee. I'm Chris. I'm Adam. <laughs> and we are here this evening for part one of Punk Rock Horror Month, um, starting with the amazing 1985's uh, The Return of the Living Dead. Can I jump
1: straight in? Oh, go go on, please do. And say, before we start, is it a comedy?
2: Yes, <laughs> because
1: because you kept that little secret from me. <laughs> I assume I assume deliberately. It didn't take it didn't take me too long this time to to figure it out though. It was before you know the final ten minutes.
0: Yeah, I, I think. Yeah, I think it's funny how much horror comedy we cover. I think it says a lot about Adam and I it, that as it soon as does. we made like, a mm. the top it, list of horror movies, fifty percent of them it, are horror comedies.
1: But if you also imagine that I am viewing this directly after watching Night of the Living Dead, (laughs) yeah, and I'm thinking this is a follow-on from that, yeah.
2: Think think of it a bit like Texas Chainsaw Massacre one, yeah,
1: yeah. There you go, or
2: even Evil Dead.
1: Yes, I suppose Um,
2: because obviously. There is the the sort of... the Basically, what happened was is that um, Night of the Living Dead is written by and obviously directed by
1: George Romero. And... Uh, just to cut you off as well, I did completely you know, cut Lee off before we had finished even the first sentence.
0: <laughs> oh, no, it's fine. I was literally just rolling into it. But as we've just oh, got well. into it naturally, let's just... Let's go. Let's just keep her going.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, so Night's written by George Romero and John Russo. And as part of the agreement that they had, um, John A. Russo got to keep uh, future rights to Living Dead as a title. Mm. So, all of George Romero's subsequent entries in it are just The Dead. So, you've got Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead. Um, Whereas, uh, John Russo wrote a novel called Return of the Living Dead. Mm. And then, this is sort of based, based. on that right. but yeah um there was a script and then Dan O'Bannon who directed it also mm. sort of quite heavily rewrote it and made it more comedic okay
1: so Love dan
0: o'bannon's work
1: uh, but, but so yeah so, right so you've said it's punk horror right I, I was kind of thinking this almost feels like it's carrying on camp horror it, it, it yeah well Punt seems like a very good transition to do kind of, yeah, you know, a similar space. It is,
2: although you think that's a costume, man.
0: Yes,
1: yes, very good.
0: I love the idea of the film. Like, he just, yeah, I mean, everyone walks that line of like an absolute caricature of a person. Yeah. But, yeah, it's just so
1: watchable still, all of them.
0: Mm. It is Jennifer's one thing I would like to point out So Mm. just before we started recording Jennifer was hovering around in the hallway um, And Adam hadn't joined yet And I was chatting with Chris And I said oh yeah we watched it last night Uh, Jennifer had never seen it either And watched it for the first Mm. time And he said oh what did Jennifer make of it And her immediate thing was Well you need to tell people That just because you're in a graveyard Doesn't mean all women get naked (laughs) So apparently that was Jennifer's takeaway from it Is that that is the impression she got
1: that, that was one detail you could take away. Yeah. Well, I, sem- I certainly never get invited to those sort of graveyards.
0: <laughs> I just love that. I'm sure I have noticed oh. it before, but it just really stood out this time. As soon as she did it, and they got the road flares out, someone in the background just shouted, "Shouted! I'm sure they did, but they, they shouted did. <laughs> as well." Trash is getting naked again. Like, yeah. just a common thing. Turn, turn the
1: lights <laughs> oh, that's clearly on. Clearly, a thing <laughs> that happened. <Yeah. laughs> um, but I tell you what, what stuck with me, though, was her her little monologue leading up to it. It's like, do you have any fantasies about being killed? And then she went into yeah. some detail. As
2: <laughs> It then
0: happen. happened later yes. on. Yeah. yeah.
2: <laughs> but uh, p- poor uh, Linnea Quickly, who obviously we last saw pushing lipstick into one of her boobs in uh, Night of the Demon. I uh, Night of game. the Demons. Run
0: up to uh, Halloween, obviously, always.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah um, that was... Fucking hell, when was that? That was episode 40. I thought it was more recent than that. Yeah. Night yeah.
0: Of the you should definitely have been on between then and now. We do apologise. Um,
2: yeah, and... Uh, but apparently, yeah, so she did the strip <laughs> and... Uh, a producer was there who complained, "You can't put pubic hair on television." So, so she, so she was then taken that. off. <laughs> she was then taken off and shaved, <laughs> and then came back. And then apparently, the same producer was going, "Well, now I can just see everything." <laughs> and so then she then had to go and have like a sort of like skin pants glued onto it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It sounds like a pretty fucking rough, yeah, sort of like shoot for her especially because i always forget she literally does not put her clothes back on
1: for ages or or at all yeah or at all it is and she's in it yeah a few more times
2: funnily enough claire said she thought she wondered why she hadn't seen that as a more iconic like halloween costume or cosplay (laughs) and i mean admittedly you have to be starkers but like in terms of like you know, because she said we've well, got like the hair, like the wig, mm, yeah, and everything is all quite like an iconic look. So,
0: oh, it's I like could, I could try and pull that off on that <laughs> and the long gray leggings. Uh, Chris would definitely turn I'm, up to a party dressed like that.
1: I'm, I'm tempted,
0: but yeah, no, it is like it is an iconic look. As soon as you see it, you just, yeah. go. and especially later on, where they put that prosthetic mouth thing on her, so her mouth. You can see her when she goes to bite one of the ambulance drivers, and like her jaw is obviously distended by several inches longer than it really is, so they've put like hmm. a prosthetic bottom half of her face on. Yeah, that'd make an amazing cosplay, but mm. yeah, as you say, she is technically naked by that point, and uh, who's going to go out in oh. just a pair of leggings and a, and a wig? <laughs> Chris. Um, I'm going to
1: follow on straight away <laughs> with that to say, yes, possibly. <laughs> um, but I, I really liked the zombies in this. Right. And again, it was one of those well, how, how good are they going to be in sort of comedy way? Yeah. And yet somehow they, they just, they worked almost as well as the rest of the characters.
2: They make the thing, um, they make the very smart decision of having them talk. Mm. Mm, yeah. And also this is where the brains thing comes from.
1: Yeah. Well, I did wonder because... how, because, because this is fairly old, isn't it? It's eighty five. Yeah.
2: yeah, but
1: it's, but it's so. What, so, after... how many other zombie movies had been out before?
2: This... Oh, there have been there been quite a few because of the I mean, success of Night of the Living of Dead, Dead and, and I think Dawn... Day of
1: the I think Dawn of the Dead had already come
2: out at that point, mm. and I think Day of the Dead might be the same year. Okay, or it might be like a year before. So no, we, have, we haven't don't...
1: seen that yet, though. So that's what no. I was expecting us to be watching. Yeah, the, the third. And so, yeah, but, but no, this is this
2: is a very divergent mm. universe. Yeah. But, and, but yeah, interesting also, what they bring into it, really. And like, they also explain it, yeah, within terms of yeah, the film.
0: Yeah, it well, they has mentioned that thing of have you seen Nightmare yeah. of the Dead?
2: And that's the film. Yeah, that they made like about that. the incident. Mm.
0: Oh, sorry, just to point it out, this is the same year as Day of the Dead.
2: Mm. Ah, there we go. So yeah, so it's okay. two because Day of the Dead. I mean, I love it, but I get why a lot of people don't okay it's a bit of a, because uh, you, you'll love it chris it's dark as fuck uh, okay yeah whereas this this is still what i like about this is i think that this i i got a bit sort of yeah definitely punk mm. because this is a film doesn't pull any punches in terms of its horror mm. and it does end with the only solution being to nuke everyone <laughs> no one yes forgotten. yeah yeah no, that no was, matter what I, ingenuity, I wasn't no expecting no matter how much that. you fall the yeah. army will just drop a bomb on you to solve a problem
0: yeah and it doesn't solve uh, and it doesn't solve it yeah. you're, just no. and you're all fucked
1: again. I, I figured i figured there was the message at the end i was <laughs> like yep yeah, okay i've got my message great the army does not know what they're doing you know but it's but it's a very funny film problems. for
2: a film that's that nihilistic
1: yeah yeah but, so, got... well so, so i mentioned someone that we were covering it tonight and and they said, oh, yeah, I saw that. And I was like, that's weird. I didn't expect that. And she said, yeah, like, and I, I had nightmares after it. And I was thinking, that's interesting. she said she was much younger. But I was like, mm. yeah, actually, if I was young watching this, even though it is funny, I could see there really are some pretty harsh bits in it still. I think you'd take it more seriously. Yeah, probably would. Yeah. Like,
0: there's that fantastic, and I think it's a perfect shot. I think that's part of the reason I, I love this movie as much as I do. There is that perfect shot, as you say, like trying to get that balance between real horror and comedy. Hmm. There's the scene where the zombie has got the paramedic and the whole top of his head is missing and he's literally eating the nut out of what's left of him. And the radio goes and he picks up the radio and says, send more paramedics. I love that. It goes from true horror to fantastic comedy in a single shot and both of them work perfectly so
2: well <laughs> there is a band called that as well
0: <laughs>
1: send more paramedics
2: yeah and it was one of those things where i saw it written down i was like it sort of just sparked something in the back of my head and i was like what is that from and then it yeah it took a while to click but
1: it's funny though because so much of this if you showed it to me written down i'd be like eh, is that gonna work and yet it really did. Like, if you'd said that's what they're going to do, and it'll be like, oh, it's a bit silly. And yet, somehow, I just really liked the fact that the zombies said that. And then later on, he said, send more cops. Yeah. And it's just yeah. like, this is ridiculous, <laughs> but somehow, just so entertaining that, that the, they've got that personality to them. Mm.
2: Well, also, but then there's also the really fucking, and it is dark when Freddy has turned and mm. he's sort of like, yeah. Emotionally guilt tripping Tina to try yeah. and oh I broke my hand just trying to get to you yeah it's all your
0: fault
1: it's, yeah. yeah
2: it's She's really not... fucking horrible
1: mm. yeah because she um, was obviously so upset that she yeah, wanted to join but... them like in the room <laughs> like, this is not a good idea
2: but also there's and it's it's weird because I watched um I watched Dark Star because mm. I hadn't seen it for ages and. Um, is Dan O'Bannon and John Carpenter.
1: Yeah, is this uh, something really that again. I should definitely watch?
2: I think you probably would like Dark Star because it's basic. It's for a start, it kind of inspired Red Dwarf. Mm, okay, um, and oh, it's nice. basically it's basically Alien. Mm, all right, but you've got a comedy Alien instead of a nasty, horrible, like <laughs> you know, living penis dragon. <laughs> Um, you've just got a beach ball with funny hands that tickles you while you're trying to get through a lift shaft and stuff. And it's, yeah, but there's a bit in it where at the start of it, they say the commander's dead and the commander is actually in cryogenic suspension at the point of death Mm. and they can kind of talk to him, but it's just really sort of distant and sort of slightly harrowing and it's sort of like, you know, it's really cold here. And again, shouldn't be in a comedy thing. And it's similar with this, where you've got yeah. like the, the absolutely horrible concept of how painful it is to be dead.
1: Mm.
2: When they've got the uh, half zombie strapped to the table.
0: Yeah. That explaining is a beautiful the thing. Yeah. Like
2: mm. I just. Oh, that puppet's amazing. For
0: 1985, it yeah. looks, everything in this looks phenomenal. Again, it's mm. that thing of, Having a horror comedy, but as you say, like the horror is a hundred percent. Like if you took the comedy elements out of this, yeah, you're right. It'd be fucking harrowing because it's really mm-hmm. gory and then a really disturbing end.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, with so- really yeah. dark concepts in there as well, you know. Yeah. It's like um but no, I mean it's just and I I've got to say, James Caron as Frank. It's mm. one of the finest fucking performances. Just full stop. Yeah. <laughs> we last saw him in... We last saw him in Poltergeist. He was the uh, real estate boss who didn't move the body. That's
0: right. Uh, you only moved um, the graves. But it's... <laughs> well, it's um,
2: uh, yeah, it's... he's... Uh, him and when... Just his reaction when it all kicks off... Is just so wonderfully inept and Mm. sort of just like when it's the half a dog, just kill him. him." (laughs) And when he's going to him, they look, I'm
0: just going to saw his head off. I don't know if I can do this anymore, Bert. (laughs) (laughs) And him and Clue Goolagar are just, oh, like Clue in this is astounding. Um, but yeah, them two together just play it so well, like that boss and impl- that boss and middle mm. management type relationship man. Um. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's no, it's perfect. And also, I don't know if you picked up on it. Um, Ernie is probably a escaped Nazi war criminal. <laughs>
0: mm. Yes, I did get that. Yeah. <laughs> <coughs> But oh, was it's a bit that?
2: obvious because he's got pictures of Hitler and Ava Braun up
1: in his. I almost, Maltre. I almost never <laughs> see pictures when they're on the wall. What I missed the Elvira, Elvira one as well. Oh
2: yeah, that's true. But this is no, this is sort of a bit more blink and you miss it. But mm. he's got a German gun. I was going to
1: say uh,
0: he's, also also, yeah, he's, got a, yeah. he's got a Luger gun, and he's mm. listening to German, um... like Panzer marching
1: music. Yeah, like... yeah. <laughs> okay.
0: And he's very blonde. And uh, yeah, <laughs> like it's a very but yeah, it's uh, it's this is one of those films I I've got to admit, I don't dig out as often as I should because I always so, feel like it's a little bit draggy and it goes a little bit slow. And then I watched it last it really night and when it doesn't at all it's, it's fantastic. just
2: yeah, non stop. It's I I mean, I was I was still um I was still COVID suffering. Mm. when i watched this it was nearly a problem because mm. i was laughing so much <laughs> it was like i was fucking choking at parts of it and it's like and it doesn't let up it's a proper yeah. you know and it's weird for something to start off quite intense and keep it going mm. Yeah. especially something comedic or you know or action it's you you end up with sort of um, you usually end up with like little bits or whatever, but this just seems to. It just
1: fucking rolls along at yeah, times. It like just really... gets so much so right.
2: Yeah.
0: I and... love the way that the, the characters left together at the end as well don't all gel. So it's mm. like Clue Gulaga and Spider, and as you say, yeah. the Mortician guy. So, like. It's the the people from the three different elements of the story are all left together, and they don't really get on mm. or like each other, but they're all in this horrible situation together. And yeah, yeah. Like just it's just something about the writing of this that I just feel was spectacular, and it's just yeah.
2: Well, for, I I think I think for Chris's benefit we should say about Mr Dan O'Bannon
0: because
2: mm. um, Dan O'Bannon, like I, like I mentioned, he wrote uh, Dark Star. Yeah. Which, um but he was—he went to film school with John Carpenter. He went to mm-hmm. USC and studied okay, film. Yeah. Um And Dark Star was John Carpenter's student film, and like so sure, oh, I think you had mentioned
1: it. that before. Then yeah, yeah, Dan that, O'Bannon's that, in it, and he
2: he co-wrote the script. He's mm. the editor, special effects, and stuff like that. So he it's right. sort of like was doing quite well. Then uh, there's the incredible fucking story, which is a a podcast all on its own of June. They were going to make June. Alejandro Jodrowski was going to make June back in the mid 70s. Alejandro Jodrowski is quite the most singular fucking director visually that you will see. Okay. His films are fucking insane psychedelic mm, nonsense. Just. <laughs> I would say, uh, I would say, very, uh, very deep, and meaningful. But there we go. Ooh, but it's, wow. um, but no, seriously, y- you've not lived until you've seen a mm-hmm. people marching through with a set of crucified, skinless goats, and then someone recreate the uh, conquistadors killing the Aztecs by way of frogs and iguanas dressed up on an exploding ziggurat. That yeah. is the sort of stuff you get with Alejandro. Anyway. He wanted to make he wanted to make Dune. That would have be been interesting. <laughs> Dan O'Bannon was involved as for sort of like effects and advice and stuff like that. And uh, basically, um, he got a lot of ideas from Jodorowsky's film, which eventually didn't happen. Mm. He then wrote the script to Alien and sold that, but because he he was the one who'd met Geiger. Uh, or Giga, HR Giga, and uh, Mobius, the French illustrator. Mm. And they're the people who go on to design Alien. Oh. And it was actually a holdover from Jodrowski's plan because what he was going to do is he was going to get different designers to design the different planets mm. so that it would be completely different yeah, to each yeah. other and stuff like that. And so when they made Alien, Mobius designs all the spacesuits, all the earth technology mm. and Giga designs the aliens and all the alien sets. Yeah,
1: that's good.
2: And that's why they're so sort of drastically different. And yeah. And again, that's like Dan O'Bannon's connection into that. Mm. And yeah, really he was sort of, he would, um, he did some more sort of script writing, but mo- mostly he was a script doctor, but obviously by being involved with alien, he's yeah, you know, And essentially, you know, he gets, if, if, Ripley is in a film, he gets paid because he created the character. Hmm. And yeah, so he was very, uh, did a lot with that. But um, the only film he directed was this and um, a film called The Resurrected, which I've never seen, uh, 1999, uh, 1991 horror film. Um, but he wrote Alien, Dead and Buried, uh, Life, False, uh, Total Recall. Hmm. Um, so he, you know, he was involved with quite a lot, lot of really cool stuff. And actually, to- Toby Hooper was meant to direct Return of the Living Dead. And he decided to do Life Force, written by Dan O'Bannon instead. So Dan O'Bannon took over as director on this. Um, and also, apparently, um, he was meant to play Frank. He wrote the character of Frank for him. Oh, okay. And I'm that's... just like, I, I, I mean, I like Dan O'Bannon, but no, I, <laughs> I can only see James Karen doing it, really. Um
0: it just does but, such a good job i mean and everybody yeah. does in this i think i mean considering it's such a wacky story i think everyone manages to get that balance just and i don't know i say it quite frequently but like it's got to be really difficult to be on that precipice between horror and comedy mm. and mm. manage to not go Dude. too comedic yeah. and then it's yeah. all slapstick and stupid like and, and I think that is the sign of a good director every time. And that is the difference between a good horror comedy and a shit one. And that's why we only really cover the good ones, because we don't want to cover any crap. Um, But yeah, like on this, it just totally, everyone is on the same page. Everyone mm. is in the same film, effectively.
2: Yeah, um, no it... one's, no one is not playing a serious part. And funny moments arrive arise yeah, from those from characters.
1: Situations.
2: No one's, oh, this is the bit where we're joking. Yeah, no one's winking yeah. to the camera or anything. It's very, it's basically everything about it is straight apart from the jokes, yeah. which sounds fucking, possibly the most redu- reductive <laughs> thing I've ever said on this podcast. <laughs> I'm just going to go in another room and shoot the fucking self in the head. That You're all was... right
0: though. Don't you panic because we're going to step into your realm now. Cause you mentioned it briefly earlier. Uh, music. <laughs> The music. Oh yes, yeah. I mean, I mean, obviously, aside from Forty Five Grave and the Cramps, the score as well is just phenomenal. Like
2: the score just, is fucking brilliant.
0: It's so it's really, yeah. it's cripplingly painful. <laughs> I love but, it. But
2: but it so works. Yeah. And actually, I I'm not sure if I'm right about this, but there's a damn song on the soundtrack, but I don't think it's in the film. Because I, I'm remember here. Pr- I'm pretty sure I'd I, I would I would have spotted it in the film because yeah. it's the dam. So, <laughs> but um yeah, yeah I don't like I think it's on the soundtrack or... and was it would suit the film. But I'm pretty sure it's not mm-hmm. actually in it.
0: Yeah. So in 45 Grave, obviously their track is the one that is always because it was one that was on the trailer. So it's the one that's always um, yeah uh, uh, associated with it. Yeah, and the cramps. It, it just again fits SSQ, perfectly. is some, that. Yeah. yeah. It's so wacky and fun and just perfect. And wacky. actually
2: even the even the Rory Gallagher track that goes over um when uh, Frank burns himself. Mm. Yeah. You know, just old, oddly poignant in the middle of it all as well. You yeah. Know, sort of. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I think it yeah, I think this fulfills punk horror. I think it's got it's got that same sort of thing. It it clearly don't give a fuck. Mm, Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like here's all these characters. You might like them. You might not. They're all fucked to death by the end. Um, (laughs) You know. You can. Some people find this bit disturbing. Some people will be cackling. They're probably weird. But you know, it's...
0: Uh, Jennifer did laugh all the way through this a lot more than I thought she would Mm. do. Yeah, just because it is like it is a lot darker than I remember. You know, I said before we started recording, it's one of those, um, it's one of those films I always say I love, but I very rarely find myself in the mood to put on. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've probably not seen it in five years, which is probably why Jennifer had never seen it because I'd never sort of said to her, "You really need to see this."
1: Yeah, But, but how often do you put on any zombie film?
0: I think that's what it is. Mostly nice. Yeah.
1: And yet, this is, you could definitely separate this from most it other zombies.
0: This is one experience. of the highest. Like, uh, this is absolutely on a tier yeah. up with, like, Shaun of the yeah. Dead for me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Definitely. You, this mm. is top five zombie mm. movies without a shadow yeah. of a doubt. Um, but yeah, zombie movies ultimately fall lower on my. Mm. And I, th-
2: and I think probably if I'm in a zombie mood, I'm going Romero as well so for me it's sort of like oh it's the in my head it's like oh no it's the unofficial sort of offshoot it's not really the same and actually yeah it's it really holds so fucking enjoyable Mm -hmm. i think actually the trouble is as well is because i actually watched it this this is how forward-thinking i was i recorded it off of film four and i think it was last halloween Mm. oh god <laughs> um because i thought it will come up eventually We're do it. like, no because way. it's We're a not. but it's also a right i mean i've got other stuff in there i've got the frights sitting in there we'll have to do that one day I like but, that um, well. but um but we'll um yeah it, i think it was just it's a it's one of those ones that's oddly expensive you know it, and it's one because it's odd because as a, on video it was one of those ones that you picked up in an off license Yeah. Mm. And never regretted the five pounds you spent on it because it was just a great film. And then, but now it's, I think because it's rightly got its sort of esteem, Mm. um, like all the fucking Blu rays are expensive or, you know, you can't get it in certain regions and stuff like that. And it's just, yeah. So I've never actually had it on, I don't think I've had it on DVD. So, again, it's sort of like one of those things of you don't watch it that often. So, I again, I don't watch it that often, and actually it's like, no, this is fucking terrific. It does unfortunately mean that I'm probably going to end up playing through the nose at some point to watch it again. I don't know.
0: (laughs) See if you can get the box set. (coughs) Like, the second Mm. one I thought was pretty good. The third one, obviously, Mm. is like a cult classic as well. Return of Dead 3 is... I've seen
1: three. I haven't seen two. Is it all by the same same director, same writer? Uh, yeah, I it's think not Dan O'Bannon. Bad. I don't know uh, about I the writing.
0: Okay. Um, uh. yeah. So Dean, my brother Dean, had uh, returned the Living Dead two on VHS, possibly that he mm. lent me. So I saw that one quite a lot. And I know that three had a big cult following. But as you say, Adam, that was one of those. I spent years trying to track down a copy of that for less than 30 quid because like Mm. I was like, so the first one's pretty good. The second one was a little bit less. If the third one is less than that and I've paid more money for that than I've paid for 90% of my DVD collection, I'm going to be pretty pissed off. Um, But yeah, I I did find it a really good. I think it was another one of those where they kind of found, so they did the first one. The second one was not quite so good. So they mm-hmm. went back to right. Well, what did people like from the first mm-hmm. one, and kind of brought it back to that. Um, yeah, and just made it really work. But of course, there is like eight or nine of them there. Is there? Yeah, <laughs> I, knew, I
2: knew that. I knew there was a fault, yeah. certainly. But, um, I've got a feeling it's I really think...
0: ridiculous. I'm, I think like number eight is uh, from the grave to the rave, or something like it's. It's like it oh, for it's a long time. It got into that uh, like hellraiser. Where if mm. you had a zombie film, if you could attach The Living Dead to it, suddenly it became worth a big thing. But you, yeah, you they get were it made. Yeah. Shit, movies. Yeah,
2: I think it's that. Um, again, though, it's let's face it, it's something that you can't really do as a recurring set of characters anyway.
0: Yeah, because. You know, they'll, they'll literally
2: die. everyone is dead
1: yeah. at the end of it. So <laughs> unless some of them come back as zombies, I suppose.
2: I think the colonel comes back in <sighs> the second one I read. Because I think that was that's Being quite so nice rough. as well when he's just on the phone. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then what happened? Yeah.
0: And then what did he yes. do? And then what did you yeah. do? <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that character. Like and you kept wondering where that was going until the end when he gave across the Access Coast, and you were like, oh, I see. Mm. So he's the yeah. one with the football who's just going to yeah. sign the entire thing off so the president <laughs> ultimately hasn't got to do it himself. It's like, fucking, yes. it's so grim. and It's,
2: it's wonderfully nihilistic mm. and still a fucking party film. And that's quite an impressive achievement.
0: It... I think that's what it is. You know, I said earlier on, I said I, I always felt that it goes on a long time. I think this is one of those films that is like a one o'clock in the morning. I've been drinking for a long time. I'm going to chuck some in on. And I always go, oh, that's just horror enough and just funny enough. And you put it on and then you start to sober up by half past two in the morning. And you've still got <laughs> half an hour left of it. And you're like... Oh, fuck. This is a slog now. I think that's what it is.
2: (laughs) I think I define most films at that time in the morning. (laughs) Sobriety combines with, how long have I actually been up?
0: (laughs) I definitely shouldn't have another beer. It is half past two in the morning, but equally... (laughs) I'm not going to make it to the end of this sober. yeah. So it could be one of those, but it, yeah, it, it's a fantastic. And as you said, Adam, like it's a perfect party movie. It is one of those, you got your friends over, you know, you're all having a few beers and a laugh. If you want something to chuck on in the background that you can kind of. Uh,
1: it definitely. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Mm. Just go back to whenever the key scenes come in. Yeah. It's perfect for that. It's um that thing of the, the skeleton breaking, like the groundbreaker coming out oh up, yes, and then opening its eyes, which is ridiculous because the skins all gone off of it, but it's still got eyes. But fuck, it looks good. Mm.
2: Funny enough, I think the effects guy said that he he thought that that was a test shot, and apparently he was like really pissed off they used it in the all main right. film. And it's
0: and they used it is, twice.
2: Uh, yeah, it's one of the most, but it's also <laughs> iconic because it's in the trailer. It's always. Um, <laughs> It's always the clip that people show.
0: Yeah, probably because it's in there twice, so there's no it more. <laughs> but I don't know. Oh, it just looks awesome. It's, and, 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 and that's the thing. Like, I, I really like the effects in this. As you say, for a horror comedy, they totally go full on. Like, yeah. there's no holding back with it. It's really splattery and it's really nice. Mm-hmm. And the tar monster as well. Um, I mm. noticed this because obviously I've always known him as the Tar Monster because that's how he's always referred to amongst the yeah. nerds. But it was only this time that I actually heard Spider refer to him as the Tar Man, and I was like, "Oh, yes, so he is actually called the Tar Man in the film. It's not just yeah. something that people have called him." Uh, yeah, later it's, it's not like Pinhead or whatever, which yeah, was yeah. just
2: yeah. It's um, but and again, that's just a really. That that is that treads the real line between that's funny and that's fucking horrible. Yeah, you know, because it is it's it's grim as well as mm. hilarious. But it's do you know what I mean? Just this like melted skeleton, and and also the way he moves.
0: Mm. Yeah, I love just, that. Yeah. that. That really reminds me of Thriller. When you see the zombies in Thriller, they have that very. Mm like i'm wondering if that's where they've got it from like it's that same sort of body move like like a mm. dance because obviously in thriller it all then becomes a whole yeah one. um yeah and it's definitely got that feel to it but I, yeah i really like that it's that because it makes the whole thing about you know the limbs freeze up and you have to break the rigor mortis out mm. of them. Yeah. yeah so the fact that it's kind of it's moving on its larger uh, joints rather than the smaller ones and it creates that yeah.
1: strange rhythmic kind of
0: yeah yeah I, I, it's yeah it's a masterpiece of it's, masterpiece yeah. of a film but yeah
1: so yeah you seem to have kept this quiet somehow
2: it's it's weird because i think probably me and lee just clearly don't think about it yeah. as, often as we should even though it's a fucking great film
0: It's one of those films, it's like The Exorcist. It's so good, it's kind of, you kind of don't have to talk about it, because everyone knows it, because it's (laughs) amazing, and it's a league beyond, and you kind of forget that, to some degree. And Mm. then when you go back and watch it, you go, oh shit, no, it really is is that (laughs) Like, You know, it's a bit like when somebody says, oh, you know, talk about sci-fi or whatever, and you go, well, you take Star Wars immediately before you start, Mm. because You don't need to talk about that. It's, everybody it's knows a that. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it's that same thing with with this film, really. And I think that's why it's taken us 150 episodes to get to it. It's, <laughs> uh, yeah, it, it's just, yeah, it's a, a fantastic film. Um. So for our next episode, on that note, mm-hmm. we are going to go to the other end of the spectrum. Not to say it's dog shit. I'm not Oof, saying that. Yeah. But we're going for a much less Lesser known film, um, uh, one that was mentioned to us on our listener request month. Yes, and, um, we had a request for Wild Zero, um, and I have
2: still not seen this, so I'm looking forward to
0: this. My, I can't wait for the text message uh, you're gonna send while you're watching it because, uh, yeah, I can't remember if you said anything about this or not. No, yeah, so, so I watched it because someone had recommended it, mm. and it's the only thing I'd never seen. And I just was like, immediately, we we need to do this. We have to like, do it. Yeah. We need to. Again, I know I didn't make it into listener requests because we did it in a random generator. Mm, but yeah. having seen it, I was like, we need to fit this in somewhere because it's it's fucking mental, and it fits perfectly with this film. Yeah, that's good. In a very strange way, but no,
1: Oh, it's.
0: Yeah, it's, it's one of those ones, you just, I've never heard of it, it can't be anything, someone's recommended it, I'm going to chuck it on midweek, because I'm not quite tired, you know, I want to kill an hour and a half before bed, and then you just go, well where has this been all my life, like why have I not <laughs> been involved in this for a longer period, so yeah, I'm very keen to see, what, that's not overselling it, so don't get your hopes too high, <laughs> I went in with a very, I've never heard of this. It's got to be pretty shit. Um, Yeah, and it's awesome. Mm. I love Japanese movies, so. Excellent, yeah. Looking forward to it. Indeed. Cool, right. So, thanks ever so much for listening. Um, Just a very quick one before we leave. Uh, I said on our last episode... uh, we, I mentioned the Munsters um, And I said it was on Netflix That was my mistake I'd ordered it on Blu-ray to come out And I knew it was due originally to come out on Netflix And on mm. Blu-ray on the same day uh, But apparently they put back the Netflix release It still isn't out now On the 14th of October That's On the funny. UK Netflix Um, yeah, And I've had a few people say to me I thought you said it was on Netflix <laughs> I, It was originally supposed to come out On both platforms at the same time Mm. Um and then they didn't, the money-grabbing bastards. Yeah, so I do apologise about that, but uh, yeah. it'll be out soon, and I wouldn't rush too much to see <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you said it. Anyway. You
1: said it was quite good for kids, though, potentially. Oh, yeah, yeah, totally. It,
0: it, it's well worth a watch, and I think mm. for, for kids, it's totally family friendly. Yeah. It's a great film, so yeah. Good stuff. Yeah. Right, so Thanks ever so much for listening and good night. Good night. Good night. Go watch World Zero. Listen to Not For Everyone or, podcast and Eerie Essex.
1: Yeah, if you didn't watch Return, and Norfolk, dead, and watch Return of the Living Dead, And watch
0: Return of the Living Dead.
1: A bit yes. late now. Spoil- spoilers and swearing. A <laughs> little bit. <laughs> it's just not, it is not spoiled. Definitely not spoiled. <laughs>